Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. We continue talking about the world and we said that we're in a season when God is opening our eyes, making known our, what our road is because our road is on time. You are created for such a time as this. This is when you should be thriving in that which God created you to be. Now, when we talk about the road, we cannot separate it from the calling. And we say that when God calls you, he calls you or gives you a name or renames you according to who he created. He gives you an assignment, makes it clear, and then he sends you or activates you. But this calling, you must place value on it. See your rod as primary to God's eternal purposes. Whatever your rod may be, do not compare yourself with somebody else. Look at yourself and say, I am the best that God created. I am the original of what God created. Let your day-to-day -day life flow from the consciousness of your true identity and worth as defined by God. He is your father and he knows that this is who I created you to be. He does not make mistakes. You have an inbuilt rod and creation needs it now. When everything is happening around you, you see it as I'm, I'm on time. Yes. This is where Absolutely. when I'm supposed to be alive, exactly. thriving and maturing in the thing that God has yes. called me. I mean, if God wanted you in the Second World War, you would now be history to us. <laughs> we'll be talking and reading about you. Yes. And if God wanted you in the future, wait for prophetic words. But if God <laughs> wants you now, then there's a reason you're alive. Today. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, and I think it's important, as we looked at, that it is only revealed. Mm. The last conversation we had, we spoke about, and when Paul wrote to Timothy, spoke about what everybody already has and how God placed it before they were created. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And how it, in, in Christ it is revealed. And we say that that revealing is making known. Yes. Is bringing it to light. That's it. Meaning we have something inside of us that God is saying, in this season, I yes. want to bring it out. Yes. So the question is, I've been living. Yes. And that's a question we've had many, many times. Exactly. I've been working. Uh -huh. I've been, okay, let's call it toiling. Yes. Now, when you tell me of the calling, you're yeah. telling me now that I'll get my new identity. Exactly. Or not new to God, but new to me. Yes. Yeah. So toiling can also then be defined yeah. as functioning outside of your rod okay. or using your rod where it's not applicable. Mm. Mm. So you can, you can be operating within your rod, but in the wrong environment. Mm. Or you could be operating in the wrong environment with the wrong road. Mm. So in other words, you're trying to be something else. So all those are the issues. Now, scriptures that make sense, like when it tells us that creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Now you know what that means. It's waiting because the sons are here, yes. but they're not manifesting. Exactly. They did not say creation is awaiting the, the birth the arrival. or the arrival yes. of the sons of God. Yes. It's the manifestation. Yes. The sons of God are here, but they're not manifesting. So you know what you're telling creation? Yeah. Wait no more. No, wait no more. We are here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we now know who we are. Yes. We know whose we, we are. are and we know why we are. Say again. We know who we are. Yes. We know or if you're on priority. We know whose we are. Yes. Therefore, we know who we are. Therefore, we know why we are. When you have that combination of those three things, 
there's nothing that will be oozing out of you like confidence. Yeah. You yeah. know when you walk in confidence that yeah. I know I'm here yes. for such a time as this. Exactly. Notice how we are repeating that scripture because yes. we know that statement we have made it before and we have always said that you know what we are here for such a time yeah. as this but we are not manifesting. Exactly. Now we are saying as creation has been waiting for the manifestation as I find my rod at least they say one down yeah. found their, manif- their yeah. manifestation there. Yes. And so the, the key to this is if you have this understanding, yeah. you know, begin to interpret anything you've ever understood as a calling or the called and whatever mm-hmm. in context. And, oh, and, yes. and I deliberately, we put together um, Ephesians 4, 11 and 12 from the Mirror Bible version, very deliberately, to remove the connotations we have put. Yes. You see, the Mirror Bible writes it according to the function the function of what we're supposed to do. Usually other Bibles write it according to titles, and that's why we have a problem. We then think the title is the issue, well, the function is. So let's listen to a scripture we know very well, but read from the mirror version of the Bible, which would have been how Paul would be speaking in the language of those who understood him. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? When we say words like apostle, prophet, to us, they have many connotations. But to the people of that day, they were not confused. Yes. They knew exactly what he was saying. So let's look at that scripture. Ephesians 4, 11 and, 11 12. and 12. Yeah. What God has in us yes. is gift wrapped to the world. Mm-hmm. Some are commissioned to pioneer. Mm-hmm. Others are gifted prophetically. Mm-hmm. Some are announcers of good news. Mm-hmm. Some are shepherds with a real gift to care and nurture. And others have a gift to ignite instruction through revelation knowledge. Wow, mm. this Bible. <laughs> this captures it. Yes, yeah? Verse 12. Yes. Each expression of his gift is to fully equip and enable you for the work of the ministry so that you may mutually contribute in your specific function to give definition to the visible body of Christ. So ah, That's powerful. So that's please, powerful. find time. If you're watching this live, wait for it to end. If you're watching it recorded, pause and look at that scripture again. Again, yes. And if possible, take that scripture and read it to yourself. Meditate on it. Let it become clear to you. Now, in other words, if Paul was talking to us today, this is probably how he would have said it. Mm. That's how he would have expressed himself. So then he goes on now to give you clarity. If you read other verses, it simply means, is everyone like this? No. He gave some. Mm-hmm. He gave some to pioneer, not everybody pioneers. Mm. So and I like people, the way Paul is emphasizing on the function. The function. Not the title. No. So it's about the function. Yes. Some pioneer. Yes. Not that some are apostles. Then what no, is an no, apostle? No. It's apostle. And no. an apostle is an apostle. No. Yes. An apostle, Paul yes. is telling us, this is somebody who pioneers Do function. You see how wide suddenly that term oh, yes. opens up. Yeah. Being apostolic means what? Mm, pioneering spirit. You have this exactly. grace to pioneer. Exactly. Mm. So now you connect that to Timothy and say, walk worthy in your calling from which you are called. Yes. And Paul says, stay, I beseech you, within the call with which you are called. Mm. You now realize that we're not telling people, come, we give you a call. Mm. And I think also when you talk about this now, the function and all the title, yes. when you talk of being a pioneer, yes. it also goes past the walls of the church. It exactly. actually breaks the walls exactly. of the church. It is no longer confined in the fivefold ministry how we knew it. Allow me to say, yeah? planting a church is no longer pioneering. Anybody can do it. Mm. 
pioneering goes outside the norm. Yes. What has already happened can no longer be pioneered. Mm. When explorers find a place, you can't explore it anymore. <laughs> you can only yeah. reveal mm. the value in that place. Yes. You can only build on that place. You can only expand that place. You can only mine or plant or whatever, but you can't say we are finding it again. It's been so, found. when you talk about being a pioneer, yes. now, would this work also in the area of sports, for Everything. example? It yes. works everywhere. Yes. Mm -hmm. There are people, first of all, some of us like running races, but nobody asked who started the race. Where did we get the idea that there's 100 meters? Where did we get the idea that there's 10,000 meters? That was the pioneer. Mm. Then, who was the first to win it? That was a pioneer. Who was the first to break the record? Was a pioneer. Mm. Who broke the latest record? Is a pioneer. Mm. So you can pioneer in many ways, yes. but there's beyond. Now the impact of that pioneering has its own economy. I think the reason we're talking about this, more so about being a pioneer, yes. is because in this season when you talk of the road, yes. we must see the road as functional outside of the four walls of the church. Exactly. If you don't do that, you will, mm. sometimes you might know, you might feel like this is my road, yes. but I don't see how it applies to what we call church. Because the church right now has no respect yes. for modeling. Absolutely. Or for a DJ. Yes. How do you explain that exactly. in, to a believer who says, what I'm feeling, me I want to be a DJ. Then the yes. church is like, you know, church as we know it. But when you go to Ecclesia, now you know that there's no uh, rod yes. that God placed by mistake. Yes. And the bigger question is, what does a DJ actually do? Mm -hmm. Before you reject something, find out what it does. Oh, yes. And when you find out what it does, find out if, if does a DJ have influence? Is influence a kingdom perspective? Hmm. Now, how are they influencing people currently, positively or negatively? Now, do you realize the DJ needs an apostle? Needs the fivefold. Oh, yes. Needs those people to equip him so that he can do what he does for the kingdom, mm. not to stop what he does. Mm. So I love what you asked. Is everyone like this? No. no. <laughs> Is everyone like what you're saying now, yes. explain that one. Yes. Is now, let's like get this? one no. thing clear. Mm -hmm. The kingdom is not a democracy. Okay. Let's get that settled. When he says, this is divine, we've talked about it. God chose, God called. God did not tell Moses, look, Moses, I have 10 other guys with you who are going to do this. Mm -hmm. It was not a democracy. Moses, when you go, let them take a vote. Not a democracy. Neither is the kingdom an aristocracy, which means kingdom is also not one man running everything. It's one man leading. Okay? Now, leading and running are two different things. Mm. Yeah. Moses is the leader. Moses gets the design. But you know what? Bezalil and Aholi are the ones who actually build. So, and yet, Bezalil was a leader. Mm -hmm. Aholiab was a leader. So in every enterprise, there will be leaderships. Not everybody can lead, but everybody can function. That's why Paul beseeches you to stay in your calling. If your calling is not leading, you will always be rebelling even against yourself. Because you're not called to lead. When a, when a person who is not called to lead tries to lead, their understanding of leadership mm. is to fight leadership. To fight leadership. To be another leader. In other words, they need a leader to try and compete with. They need a leader to attack. They need a leader to query and to criticize. That means not a leader. That means also, if I hear you speak and every time it's almost like you are rebelling against 
Leadership. being under yes. authority, yes. then that tells you yeah. you're not a leader. Yes. Okay, explain that. Explain now let me that. explain. There's something called being under authority. Mm -hmm. The word under authority does not mean under control. Okay. The one under authority is one who has been given authority All right. within a dynamic. Mm -hmm. That's why the centurion says something. Jesus says, this is profound. I've not had such faith. Listen, let's talk about authority. Jesus is calling it what? Faith. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? He says, I am a man under authority. Therefore, I send. Listen. <laughs> the power to send is to recognize jurisdiction. Mm. Meaning, there is a king above me. He gives me identity. My identity allows me to authorize people. But those people are authorized within the context of their greatness for the kingdom. Mm. If you understand that order, having authority is a good thing. Oh, yes. Having yes. someone over you who makes you safe in your calling mm. is good. Having one over you who encourages you to make it is good. Having one over you who empowers you and pushes you to be great is good. That's what leadership is in the kingdom. Yeah. So the kingdom, one, is not a democracy, two, is not an aristocracy. Aristocracy. Aristocracy means the person over you has no one over them. He is the final say. If I say go left, go left, and it goes at my emotion and my whim, not based on principle. When I am offended, stop. When I am happy, do. That is aristocracy. Everything starts and ends in me. The and that kind of a person, now what I'm hearing, yes. is somebody also who operates with the five senses. Yes. And responds to the five senses. I don't like this reacts. person. Yes. So I will oppress them. Exactly. I don't like where you are going, yes. so I will stop it. Yes. It is operating with the five senses. Yes, and the aristocrat is threatened mm. because they think they will be replaced. Wow. But... A king is not threatened because everybody is there by birth. So you cannot change who people are. Now, neither is a kingdom a mix of the two. It's not a mix of the two. It's not we will follow where we feel comfortable, but we will query where we are not. Neither is it we will only agree if it connects with all of us, if it seems well with us. Check scripture very carefully. The time when, when David decided to carry the ark. Yes. He said, it seemed good with the people and to me. Remember what happened with that <laughs> God ark? is not in the picture. Chaos. Mm. They put it on a Philistine cart. David went back and looked for the design. The order in which it was supposed to be. Who was supposed to go ahead? Who was supposed to lead? Who was supposed to follow? In which order did everybody go? At that point, whatever he did, didn't matter. That is a kingdom dynamic. That's a kingdom dynamic. Because you can hear when you say that they put it on a Philistine cart, we now know Philistine is the flesh. Yes. So it's the flesh. It, it, to us. it moves it how we are right. happy. We like it this way. Be very careful in kingdom activity to say it doesn't feel right. Oh. What? Danger. This does not feel I don't no, think I'm feeling it. doesn't fit well with me. And you notice, <laughs> the enemy penetrates very yeah. subtly because nowadays it's so, I mean, if I talk to you, I'll just be telling you, I don't feel you. Yes. I don't feel you. And yes. you know what I mean. Yes. But you realize, I don't feel the if vibe. I want to, if I dig deep, Yes. It's a flesh here. It's a flesh. I don't feel like doing this thing. Yes. It's not yeah. going my I'm way. Not it. Therefore, something is wrong with it. No. It is God's way. My mm. feelings line up with it. 
I love what you say that the kingdom has its own leadership dynamics. Yeah. If we try to mix democracy yes. with aristocracy, yes. God is looking and saying, okay, guys, when you hit the wall, I'm waiting. Yeah. Because you will. And you know why this is sad? In many ministries, people have pushed kingdom leadership with aristocracy. Mm. That's one problem. Okay. Unfortunately, those who have been damaged think the answer is democracy. Mm. Both are of the devil. Remember we're talking about the kingdom of God and we're saying that there's a calling. Now when you find your calling, yes. you cannot just operate uh, randomly. Yes. Okay? You're being told in the kingdom there is order. Yes. Alright? And when we are pursuing our calling, we cannot operate without asking what is God saying? What is God doing? Yes. So if we think that I will wake up tomorrow and by the way I found my road. After this, yeah. let me do what it, I feel where I feel, it how work I feel. like that. Wow. A leader in the kingdom, even in his exit, mm -hmm. the path remains true. Wow. Hmm. When Moses exits, Joshua doesn't change direction. Neither does he come up with a new vision or say, They're now not going to like... Canaan. Now let's go to Damascus. <laughs> no. Canaan story the journey up. remained the same. And God was clear, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. That is not an assurance. That is a pattern. Mm. I'll say that again. Yes. As I was with Moses, in other words, the way we operated with Moses to go in is the way I will operate with you. Mm. It is not, as I supported Moses, I will support you. <laughs> That's not what God is saying. What is giving you the pattern cannot change. That's the idea. Mm. So once you understand this, then you understand when God says some, it simply means this. Those who are called to function like that can only function like that. Yeah. It is in their nature. Yes. They don't choose it. But in aristocracy, everybody will want to be a leader. Mm. The problem with an aristocratic leadership is that those who are below think if they come above, they'll be better. Mm. You won't. They don't understand that where God placed you yes. is the best place that you can be. That's it. Now, it's like having the 12 disciples and all of them feeling like, now, Jesus, in fact, he came from another realm yes. that you don't understand. Yes. Why don't we now tell him how things work here? They tried it with Jesus. They oh. said, is it possible that uh, when you come into the kingdom, so-and-so can sit on your right and so at your left? Jesus actually found it amusing. <laughs> Means, and he says, listen, it is not in my power. Oh. Wow. This is what not is how the saying? kingdom works. It is right? not me to tell you, you will be greater. Uh-uh. There's a dynamic that has already positioned you. <laughs> and that positioning is the most powerful. Why is this important? In the last conversation, I'm sure I said, kingdom leadership is not about superiority. Kingdom leadership is not about who is greater mm. and who is lesser. Who is superior and who is lesser. Kingdom leadership is about who will get us there. Mm. Who is the best placed to make us all arrive. That is why, if you read the rest of that scripture in Ephesians, for it says, until we all, all. all. So leadership is about you becoming. Mm. Leadership is not about me leading. Yes. That's the key. That's why at TCC, you'll notice we're always fighting you on what are you doing? Where are you? Not where are we. Mm. It's not about us. It's about who you are. Mm. Now, if you understand, the problem is that part of that wrong dynamic was shaped from Greek philosophy. Sadly, it didn't come from the kingdom. Those ideas of their superior ones, their inferior ones, actually came from Greek philosophy. Now, strangely, one of the early church fathers that affected 
the theology as we understand it, mm -hmm. especially in the context of what I would call vocation. All right, vocation meaning fivefold clergy versus laity. Because of misinterpreting Paul, they created a division, not a cohesion. And that is what is causing the problems of us coming to a place yes. of even trying to find our road. You're like, no, exactly. I don't want this. There's another higher calling. Yes. And I think today our conversation, this yes. is the core. Yeah. Because if you can break this. This, you'll understand. Mm -hmm. What happened was Thomas Aquinas is a great, um, should I say, teacher of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. A lot of his philosophies were borrowed by the early church in the Middle Ages. And the problem is that one of his theologies, I'll give you where it came from, but one of his major theologies was that making profit was sort of an acceptable sin. <laughs> an acceptable <laughs> yeah, sin. Yeah, it's it accepted, but it doesn't bring you close to God. And when you put the word sin there, yeah, yeah. then... It, it's, it's almost like you cannot make money and be good. Mm. Does that not still sound familiar? That's where it came from. It didn't come from the Bible. It came from Thomas Aquinas. It was what was taught in the early church that people who trade, who make money, are kind of doing something immoral, but we need it. Hmm. So if you want to be with God, get away from mm -hmm. that activity. That gave birth to monks. Mm -hmm. That gave birth to monasteries. That gave birth to the idea that anyone who works hard, makes money, trades, and does profit must be, first of all, a bit immoral, must lie, must be a bit. This guy explained that corners. if you do all this corruption and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In other words, there is no good way <laughs> yeah. to trade and make money without being a, a person who cuts corners. Now, we are talking about somebody in their day yes. was very influential, very powerful, theologian, yes. and philosopher. Yes. So in their day when they speak, it's almost like law. Exactly. Now that law has been carried up to yes. here. Now and problem, I believe by the time we finish. Yeah. Now the problem mm -hmm. is that Thomas Aquinas, one of the people that he really read on and was really impressed by was Aristotle. Aristotle was a Greek philosopher who, you know, <clears throat> the Greek philosophers were the people who were called the thinkers. Okay, mm -hmm. People who came up with concepts to run governments, to run nations, to run families. See, when human beings reach their peak without God, mm. we find our patterns. So Aristotle separated work into two categories. That was his philosophy. This is the philosophy Thomas Aquinas drew from. One was economic work, which is labor, which is, uh, which, which is completely based on trading, doing business and money, which was called low work. So if you are in trade and you are in business, mm -hmm. you are working, you are, you, are, you are a laborer, you are a slave. Remember, Greeks and Romans kept yes, slaves. Yes. So automatically, the slave work was low work. Mm. Yet slaves were the basis of the economy. They're actually the ones who are holding the exactly. system together. Exactly. So you're saying that the first yes. category is economic work or yes. labor. Yes. Now that was considered as low exactly. or lesser exactly. or not worth. Uh -huh. Tell us a, a And a toil. Word. Then there was high work, <laughs> thinking and shaping culture. <laughs> what was high work? The people who just sit to think and shape work, they are shape, the top shape people, culture. shape culture, they are the people. The others work for them, they are the low people. So you don't find somebody who is a major thinker, who is a major shape of society, dirtying his hands. Mm. 
cutting anything. That is work for slaves. slaves. And remember, slaves are not being paid, they are being given food. Mm. Who wants to go down there? Number one. Even the issue of slaves being paid came much later with the people like the Calvinists, mm. which was now a reformation. It was after Martin Luther that the idea that slaves were wrong was broken. It was after Martin Luther that a whole reformation hit the earth and said, listen, work is good. Work is of God. So can you see where the problem comes from? So, so Th Thomas Aquinas came from this level of thinking and so he transported it into church mm. and began to say those who are in the preaching, the clergy, were high work. Mm. And those who work with their hands and do business are low work. Now with that idea of high work and low work, suddenly fivefold became high work. Ministry became high work. Normal economy, business, whatever became low, low work. work. Until today, you are trying to leave your low work to go for a higher calling. Hmm. That is Aristotle and Thomas Aquinas. That is not Bible. I think that class, anyone who not, did not know where this comes from, and when you hear us repeating over and over that, yes. don't leave what you're doing to go to the so-called high calling. Yes. Now you understand why we keep saying that, because if you understand the history that somebody somewhere spoke, and that mentality has just been perpetuated, perpetuated, exactly. to where we are, that some people feel like, yes, I'm doing all this. So I'm a scientist, I but I want to find time to preach. You're leaving your rod. And you're trying to do something else. And there's Thank something you. you normally say yes. when you leave your place. Yes. You see, this is the problem. When you leave your place, mm. first of all, you're about to go, one, take someone else's place who is rightfully supposed to be there. Okay. Two, cause trouble because you're not qualified mm. to be there. Mm. Three, leave your place empty where you should be and okay. therefore you cause trouble. In mm. other words, your displacement displaces a whole world of people. Hmm. You're the wrong person here, therefore you're trouble. You are missing where you should be, therefore there is trouble. <laughs> yes. And therefore, you are the cause of trouble, but you're working very hard. Hmm. <laughs> you're working very hard to cause trouble. Exactly. <laughs> and you're convinced. And that's why, because you're in this wrong place, you also cause everybody else to be affected. You're competitive. You're always thinking there's an enemy. You're always being threatened that somebody will remove you. Listen, how does the wheel of a car get threatened that it will be removed? Mm. Mm. It simply knows. Try. And it, now, can you imagine it, if, if it removes itself to go and try and do something else, notice that whole system stops. Exactly. Cannot move. Exactly. That's what you're saying, that your place is so powerful in the eyes of God, that God is telling you, you are the will if you remove yourself, so that you can be the uh, windscreen. Exactly. Because it's more visible. Yes. Then God is telling you, my friend, the whole thing stops. So now... And that is why, sorry, that's why God says, I'm looking for a man, because yeah. if you come and you miss your place, God says, okay, wait, yes. we are restarting the whole thing. If you've never understood what reformation is, mm -hmm. that is reformation. Absolutely. When this car is now stuck, the wheel is on the windscreen. Yes. The windscreen has gone to become the something else. God says, we need a reformation. The wheel is a very bad windscreen. <laughs> Cause accidents. Because yes. you can't see clearly. You can't. The vehicle is not moving properly. At all. Because there is no wheel. Do you see how many uh, things God, go God wrong? God calls a reformation. That's what we say. Reformation. Yes. When God now says we need to just readjust this whole thing, Something we need to, to put done. everybody back in their place. And I believe when we say that we are in a new eon, 
yes. or epoch, yes. a beginning of another season of human history, God is saying, listen, we need to rearrange now you need Now you know part of the reason why you're getting power to create wealth. Mm -hmm. What does the Bible say to the wealthy? Do good. Yes. Doing good is not paying someone's bills. Mm. Doing good is not necessarily, though those are aspects good acts, of yes. good. They are good. Doing good is using your resources to position people where they should be. Mm. Think of how powerful that That's is. Powerful. Think of somebody discovering what you're supposed to be. Musician, whatever. And taking their resources and making sure you get the right tools, you get the right environment, you get the right training based on who you really are. Think of how much impact that person you may think is having impact in your life. No, he's not. He's having impact on the people you will touch. Hmm. So you can imagine this mindset coming from this man who thinks maybe he's giving us a revelation, but you're separating the clerics and the, yes. or the churchmen yes. from that, from the others, the exactly. merchants, the tra tradesmen, the laborers. You're telling these guys, you guys are low yes. and the churchmen are higher. Exactly. Let me tell you, you will live your life saying, no matter what I'm doing here, I'm looking for my way there. Simple. And like you said, yeah. if you're in the wrong place, you will cause trouble. That's it. Yeah. And so this is where we get the problem. Why? Because historically, once this philosophy was embedded, what happened? Everybody wants to be the higher calling. Mm. Why? It's the higher calling that talks to kings. It's mm. the higher calling mm. that talks to leaders. It's the higher calling. But if you're not positioned to be a higher calling, what are you saying to them? You know, I'm just thinking now. History is important. Yes. Because if we understand what how all this came to be. Now, if we have the low calling, remember? The mm. low calling? Yes. When the higher calling evangelist or apostle starts this thing called church. Yes. He discovers the higher calling does not feed me. Exactly. The higher calling cannot buy equipment. Now I need the low calling people. Yes. Do you realize how now you feel? conflicted that you told me this is higher calling but you told me the business person is in the low calling but okay. i need him now because i need to buy equipment yes okay confusion now comes. here's the biggest danger to that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so here i am in this so-called higher calling okay my, if i was truly the one with the higher calling i would be equipping the so-called low calling people to mm -hmm. be higher callings mm. okay? in their area in their of areas calling, okay but because i am not I am now making a demand on them, hmm. the so-called lower calling, okay. to sustain my so-called higher, higher calling, calling <laughs> which now needs their low calling to exist. Okay, wait. You have a higher calling, yes. which needs the low calling <laughs> to, exist. <laughs> to exist. Instead of the so-called higher calling giving part of the low calling. Now you understand why we say in our uh, fireplace conversations that you need to ask questions. These are the questions somebody should sit and say, okay, let me ask you. Hmm. If you tell me God has sent you, yes. but this sending is dependent on me, yes. that's what has made people feel by the way God needs us. Exactly. In fact, God needs us. He will, this thing will not exist without us. That's why we got those statements. Listen, if we are functioning from higher calling, and I'm, 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 I'm glad you brought that up because we need to clear this up. Yes. If, I, if you're a minister out there and you're listening to us, you are calling is for equipping who you are to equip doesn't necessarily mean a church community mm. explain that please because that's where we go wrong mm -hmm. first you need to define the things we've said who is god what has he called me to, to do? do god called moses to go move a whole nation god called 
Joseph to go affect a king. Hmm. He did not need. In fact, he needed to be taken away from the nation to function. There are many of you don't understand sometimes God doesn't want you near the church. Hmm. That's your higher calling. He wants to position you next to a king. So this person, wait, let's go back there before somebody says you said they should never go to church. Yes. This person is being told, stop operating in the Yes, I'm talking to the minister now. Of the church, yes. four walls. Yes. But you will still have a church. We are using the word church for someone to understand. Yes. But really we are talking about ecclesia. That yes. if you're in the four walls of church, God is telling you, you should be ecclesia outside the four walls. Yes. And Otherwise you are trapped yes, by these yes. walls. I want you to understand. Please, don't misunderstand. I'm not talking to the members. I'm very clear who I'm talking to. Okay. I'm talking to the minister. Okay. Not every minister is called to our congregation. Mm. I'll say that again. That's why I gave you, Moses had a congregation. Yes. It was his call. Mm. He had to take the congregation of Israel, if I'm to use church language. Yes. The journey to the place. And there was a point where he needed to hand over to Joshua to settle them. Mm. Okay? Joseph had to be taken away from the congregation of Israel. Mm. To be positioned in a strange nation, Egypt. To function, a function that will still preserve Israel. Mm. Sometimes your preservation of that body is by being away from that body. Mm. Because when he was called to Pharaoh, yes. like you said, he was yes. not called to the nation of Egypt. No. Many of us think we need that congregation. No. He was called to a man. To a man. But, but this man was going to affect the whole nation. Even the whole nation of Israel. What happened to Daniel? He was literally captured, hmm. taken away for his calling. I think what I'm hearing. And maybe like you're saying to the ministers, yes. the reason we have so many leaders who are messing up the nations is because the people called to them are yes. busy in the church. Exactly. Today, if you go to any country, let's talk about China, Russia, yes. let's talk about Ukraine, let's yes. talk about Kenya, where, whichever nation you can think of, yes. the king, the president, the prime minister needs a Joseph. Thank you. But the Joseph is busy having church. Listen. Let me say something here. Yes. Now this Joseph in a church yes. wants the king to, to come, come to here. That's what I was going to say. And that's what you think. The king is not him. coming. Hmm. God is sending you to the king. Oh. And when you go to the king, you will change laws that will affect everybody you left behind. Yes. Hmm. And they will be blessed because of you. Hmm. Now that's a calling. Now we have this teacher who feels like I don't want to be a teacher anymore. I'm feeling like I need to a higher calling mm. and he does he or she doesn't know that you're called to all these principles of schools yes that's your church that's where you are and don't gather them on a Sunday yes don't gather them it is in the day to remember what did we say mm. in the last conversation walk worthy of your calling yes. day to day life oh. now for you called to a congregation because there is those called to congregation yes you are called to equip them to produce in that congregation the people who are going to position in these places we're talking mm. about. So in a congregation, you are raising a Joseph, Listen. a Daniel, Listen. a Joshua. Yes. Mm -hmm. The part in the congregation for healing is a back room. Okay. It is not the pulpit. Mm. Please explain that. This idea of you using the pulpit as the place of healing, no, for miracles, no, is a place of equipping. Mm. In fact, if a lot of sick are coming in, it is time you train people to heal them so you can move on to higher things. Mm. 
The congregation is a place to equip, meaning what strategy do you have mm -hmm. that you're imparting in the people that they have impact where they are. You cannot have a conversation of 40 minutes or an hour. Okay? Let's talk about equipping now. Just the concept of equipment. Okay. I have an hour. In an hour, I am getting a team of people who are going to function where they are. I cannot spend that hour, 20 minutes of that hour, convincing them that they will be great. That's why they're here. Mm. Each of them has a road, and that road is destined for greatness. Yes. What I need to show them is how to be, not to convince them. Mm. I can't spend 20 minutes on that. Okay. Then I spend the next 20 minutes on convincing them that I am called, mm -hmm. that I have what it takes. By now, if I give them an instruction and they're able to carry it out, they should already know. Mm. Think as a coach. Yeah. Then the last part cannot be spent on trying to get them to sustain my facility. Mm. Can't spend time convincing that we need this to work. No. If you equip them right, this will stand. Mm. And I they will also, know what to do. If you equip this person right, they know that you have equipped me to, to go, go and stand with the governor. Yes. All right? And I'm thriving. Yes. When I'm dealing with this one man, yes. tomorrow I watch news. I yes. can see he's implementing exactly. the principles I told him, which are yes. kingdom principles. So really, the kingdom is expanding. Yes. As the kingdom expands, it attracts everything that it requires exactly. to thrive. The governor comes back and says, you know what? Yes. I know you are the one equipping me. Simple. Me giving towards what you're doing so that you can yes. equip others, it's not it a big thing. Natural. But if you now come and find that I have to spend, like you're saying, 20 yes. minutes convincing you to give, to sustain my call, yes. then you'll notice that we have all gone into a loop now. And listen, the kingdom has its economy. Yeah. We agree. You want yes. to teach the economy, teach it, let it be known, and let everybody have access to that. Mm -hmm. You can't do that every time you meet. Okay? Even when the nation was heading towards being a nation, when Moses sat with them in the wilderness, he explained that, listen, in that place, there will be an economy. Mm. In that place, you will give. You will bring. In that place. Yes. But where? In the place God is taking you. What is our focus? The place. The place where God is taking but us. We cannot discuss the giving here. We are dealing with reality. So, in our era today, when we stand on the pulpit, we are not in the wilderness anymore. Mm. Mm. So, this theory of in the wilderness... Uh -uh. Wilderness is a journey that is personal to people. But the time the one called is speaking, listen, Moses never experienced the wilderness. Hmm. But he took them through. He took them through the wilderness. His operations were not based on the wilderness. Yeah. The operations were based on a much higher dynamic. So once you understand that concept, then you will change your dynamic. That's why we are saying, in this era, can we be clear that the church is not clones? Hmm. We are not cloning ourselves. We are not clones. Neither are communities clones. Mm. There will be communities. The same way we said there will be leaders. Those who lead communities. Yes. Lead congregations. Some will lead massive congregations. Some will lead lesser congregations. It's about the, the impact. The issue is impact. Yes. How much impact are you having at where you are based on how you've been called? Mm. And how you've been called as a leader is connected to how the people who are called around you are. Mm. So clarity comes as they enter the land, as we move forward to David, you begin to see clarity in the tribes and their functionality. Clarity always comes.
and people begin to move. Now, for you who is following a leader, mm -hmm. you do not follow a leader. You follow their lead. Mm -hmm. Listen carefully. Nobody was following Moses. Everybody was going to the promised land. And they were listening to the instructions that he gives. was navigating them to, to the promised land. That was the end point where they were going. Hmm. The issue was not where Moses was going. That's when Moses died, they still went. They still went. They did not stop and say, listen, Moses has gone. Now we're not going anymore. No. So when I lead people, there's a place I'm pointing to and you're going. That is why when you come into a community, find the destination. Hmm. Find the equipping. Find the gifting. Find the gracing. Find the knowledge. Find yourself and be clear where you belong. And I think also now talking to the lady. Yes. Where you say, yes, you're in a congregation. Ask yourself. We always give responsibility to the man of God. Mm. That he has to hear God. He has to come and equip us. He has to. It's like we are sitting here waiting for him to come and do everything. That's fine. Now let's talk to the lady and say, listen, there's a responsibility on you. Yes. To take the word. You've been equipped. For what? Yes. For the work. For the work. Let us, as the um, equipper, let us see what we have equipped yes. by your manifestation. Yes. When the Bible talks about the uh, creation is awaiting the manifestation of the sons, yes. the sons is you. Yeah. You. So the light should not sit and say, by the way, we only attend church. And by the way, we have this thing we come with to check. The man of God, are you still there? Are you still doing this? No. The man of God should be checking and saying, where are you manifesting? Simple. And that is where you find when somebody tells you, I want to hear, where are you? It's like God has said, I have entrusted these souls into your hands on my behalf. Yes. But it is your responsibility to always know, where are you at? Are you doing this? Are you manifesting? Otherwise, we will have a church where you say, I've been born again for 40 years. And someone will ask you, what's your impact? Yeah. What's what have impact? you done? Because when you have this wrong order, you think you have your low calling, mm -hmm. which you go through, and then you come for relief oh. under the high calling. So church is a place for relief and church is a place for events where, and listen, we have to get out of the idea. The work of ministers is not to do weddings, to do funerals, and to do Dedication. dedications. No. Those are programs that over time we're actually handing over to others within the leadership. Because that's not the calling. We, listen, the reason a child is dedicated for the calling. <laughs> the reason so that people get married for, for the, the calling. calling. The reason we marry people is to acknowledge how much impact they mm. had in their calling. Mm. Everything Guys, is built it's around about the calling. The so calling. we can't look at the events around the calling. It's, it's like going to any field, soccer pitch or, or, soccer pitch or rugby pitch or whatever you play, okay. and spending time on the line. You never get into the pitch. Hmm. What is the line for? It's a boundary just to tell you what should happen inside. Equipping also works in another way. Take anything. I know we like talking about normal sports. Let's take some, an odd sport. Okay. Like say the people who go aqua diving, you know, deep down there. That's one. Not everybody does that. Not everybody does that. <laughs> and you require to be equipped. So how many dimensions are there in the equipping? Hmm. There is the actual equipment. But you know something funny about the equipment for people who dive? It must fit you. Mm. 
When they give you the goggles, they must fit you. Mm. They must be your size. When they tell you how to breathe, everything must fit. When they tell you which tanks to carry with oxygen, they must be the right weight. Right? Then they have to train you in a shallow pool before they send you into the deep. deep. So what are you training for? Not the shallow pool. Mm. For the deep. The church trains for the shallow pool. Mm -hmm. Then you start fighting for space in the shallow pool. And then you want to know who. And when you dive, you, you hit the ground. Pain. Yes. So we are always saying, make room in the shallow pool. Mm. No. The shallow pool is for you to learn the acoustics, the, the posture, the everything. That's why we call meetings. That's why we say together. The meetings are no use if you're not going to dive into the sea. They are no use if you're not going to impact anything. There's no point in you attending my meeting if, if you step out of there, you're waiting for the next meeting. You're not doing anything with the word. Yes. And this feeling of now, this rod. Now I heard about the rod, so now I want the rod. Mm. But I don't want to do anything about you it. You just want to know that I have a rod. You just tell me how it will appear. You remember Moses was in the hand. He didn't go looking for it. I also want like that. Yeah. And God is telling you, yes. But you yes. know what? Even discovering your rod, the kingdom of God. Let me just use the kingdom, not just the rod. The kingdom of God is about responsibility. Yes. The minute you don't want responsibility, there's nothing we can do. We can speak as much as we want. Yes. But if you're not taking the word and taking responsibility over that word and saying, I will watch over this word that I have received. That it will not about purpose. It will not about what God intended yes. for this what to do in my life. I have a challenge for TCC. Okay. We continue to talk about calling. Yes. I have a challenge. Don't sit and say, I'm waiting to discover my rod. Yes. That is one way of escaping. And that is what you call procrastination. Yes. I'm not doing anything. I'm waiting. God did something strange. Yeah. He didn't spend just time telling Moses. He told him, throw down the stick. Mm. Do something. Test it. If it is wrong, you know it's not. Then mm. throw something else down. Wow. Don't sit waiting for this breakdown where you will start. Mm. It's not going to happen. And I think also, so when somebody says, I'm waiting, are you, what else are you doing? Are you in this process where you're saying, listen, I might not be throwing my rod to the ground, but I'm, my heart is pursuing God. Now, you're not pursuing God to know who he is, yeah. to know who you are, to know there. You're not doing all those, but there is... I'm waiting, I'm still looking to understand this issue of the road. That's I, another good way of yes. saying I don't want to do anything. No, or waiting can be continuing to operate in another person's road. Mm. Because you're not doing nothing, you're doing something, but you're not trying anything new, so you continue to do what you are doing, which may be. So it's like Gideon saying, okay, Angel, let me do this. Let me continue, continue. thrashing wheat. <laughs> In the wine press, while I think through what while, you just told while me. While I meditate on the... <laughs> yes, on the possibility... Of who I am. That I might be a warrior. Mm. Let me, let, give me some <laughs> time. Man. Let me do one more week here. <laughs> like I always say, what did God, uh, Moses say to Pharaoh? Mm -hmm. Pharaoh was irritated, stressed because yes. of frogs. There mm -hmm. were frogs everywhere. And he said to Moses, okay, take these frogs out. And Moses asked him, by when do you want them taken out? He said, tomorrow. Yeah, Moses agreed, tomorrow. He could have said now. So what are you waiting for? So that's the first part of the challenge. The second part of the challenge is that Moses operated his rod in Egypt, not mm. in the wilderness. Mm. So I think for me... You have to go for you to see the rod actually work. I think for me, I'm hearing like what you're saying. When people sit and say, I am waiting, all right? 
I am waiting. You know you're doing something else. Yes. Whether, it, whether it's in the world or not. You're yeah. trying to do something else. Or you're toiling and you're like, now, let me toil. This one I understand. This one you're telling me to do. Yes. And I will use our power, power, power statement. Because I would yes. call it our power statement. Yeah. Where we say that well, the reason you're not following your road is because of the predictability of where you are. That's it. I know how this place operates. Yeah. I know that if I wake up tomorrow morning, even if I'm going to sell, and I'm only selling enough for food and shelter, a slave mentality, at least I know how this works. Predictability of where you are. Yes. Versus the uncertainty of where you're calling me to be. There you go. You're telling me to go to a place where I'll find my road. You're yes. telling me that road will make my life this. You remember all those are pictures in my mind. Yes. Not realities here, but here I have a reality. So what do we say? We say that sometimes ask yourself, are you stuck because you have predictability pushing you like my friend? Don't go anywhere. Yes. Here I can tell you how life yes. works. And God is telling you, no, 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 listen, there's something I placed inside of you. But the uncertainty is so loud that you're not making a step. Yes. But you know what? We'll keep repeating it over and over. That may you be found yes. seated, seated under your vine. Because in that place, the word that God sends into your life will crush the power of uncertainty in you. The power that is weakening you. The power that is keeping you in one place. The word of God is able to crush it. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to stand up and say, you know what, Lord? You're calling me. I've had the calling. I want to move. I want to go to that new place. May you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. This is how you say, keep it kingdom. Keep it pure. Keep it pure. And God, God bless you.